Welcome back to Boys and Ghouls Film Review. I'm your host, Sarah Stevenson. This is my co-host, Mike Stevenson. Hi, guys. And tonight we'll be reviewing, um, let me see, uh, um, Buried Alive, that was released in on television yeah, in yeah. 1990. Now, wasn't there a, a, another remake called Buried Alive sometime later? Um, I w- I'm not sure yeah. if it's a remake because... Oh, no, not a remake, but another movie of the same name. Per se, it was more of a... It was just using the same name, just for yeah, a yeah. different story. Now, so, but, so if anyone wants to see this movie, there is like after a lot we do the review, of, hmm. it is the 1990 version. Yes. Hmm. I mean, the one Mike's referring to is a different version altogether. Yeah, I know. Okay, not a remake, a reboot, whatever you want to call it. It's a, the same name, but different It's just year. A, using yeah. a different, the same name, just for a different movie. Yeah. After all, <clears throat> we're not... Over the years, a lot of movies have done dabbled in um, buried alive type movies where a person gets buried alive, does not matter if they're living or dead, and then some weird stuff start occurring all around yeah, the yeah, characters. Yeah. And, and some of, some of the movies are lame too because they're not yeah they're not, they're not nowhere near as good as the, the first movie. Anyway, mm. irrespective. Irrespective. Here we go. Uh, okay, what you said there's a, a telling movie. It's it's said it's, it's a horror thriller. Uh, to me, it's more of a, a thriller. With horror themes thrown into it, I so, would agree with Mike. It's yeah. more of a it has more fear, thriller uh, look yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah, like yeah, what's going to happen next? Yeah, but seeing as it fits in with our category of, of what we're doing, well, it's horror. Yeah. Well, it's it's horror. Well, there's, we're speaking about buried lives now. There was a movie done years ago. I'm not I'm not sure if Roger Corman did it or, or whoever. Ray Malam was in it. It was called Premature Burial. I heard that one. And I think that was passed off as a horror movie, but it wasn't really a horror movie. It's more like a thriller, drama, that sort of thing, with a horror theme. The guy was scared of being buried alive, and he was. Hmm. But he got out. <laughs> I think, yeah, anyway, irrespective. Anyway, produced by Nikki Marvin. I don't know if Nikki's a male or female. It's N-I-K-I. So whoever, Nikki, okay, there you go. Uh, directed by Frank Darabont. Now, I'll talk about Frank later on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I must admit, before I go on with anything else, I will say the film received mixed reviews hmm. and has been often overlooked in Darabont's directorial catalogue due to the success of his later films. So um, this is one of his earlier movies he directed, and I still think it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but he went on to do greater things, which I'll talk about later on. Hmm. Now, um, I've got some notes here. It's got written by and screenplay by and story by. So I'm a little bit confused on who's doing what. Anyway, the screenplay was by Mark Caraducci. The story by Ray Davy, uh, David Davies, and written by Alfie Ioe. I think it's his name is. Yeah, I think there's probably a bit of a so glitch might, in Wikipedia. Well, I don't know. There might have been a story, a short story or something or other, and then someone's gone along and written a story based on that for the film. Don't know. Don't anyway, know. irrespective. And this was made uh, back then on a budget of about two mil. Mm. And um, I think it was money well spent. <laughs> mm. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, cast members. Tim Matherson. Matherson. Yeah. Matherson. I'm, I'm breaking a new tongue here. Tim Matherson plays Clint Goodman, who is our nice guy who gets treated badly by his wife. Hey, don't we all? Um, yeah. Yeah. Jennifer Jason Lee. Linda. Bruce Lee? Jason Lee? Brendan Lee? No, no, wait, no wrong spelling. Okay. Uh, oh, Janet Lee? Janet Lee? Oh. Sarah Lee? No, no, no you're no, going no. too far there. I'm hungry. Uh, anyway, as opposed to Joanna Goodman, his wife. Not a very nice lady. Yeah, if you see me now, I'm doing I'm doing a finger in my mouth saying. Ah, <laughs> see, what's the blow chunks? Yeah, yeah. Um, William Atherton plays a doctor, Cortland uh, Van Owen. Court, his friends call him. I don't see this guy having too many friends though. He's not a very nice man. And a guy called Hoyt Axton plays Sheriff Sam Eberly, and I believe um, Hoyt was a. Uh, Musician, singer, or something in country music, or something. Um, I'll take your word for it, Mike. No, I was, I was reading something. I didn't, I didn't go into him too much, but I think he's uh, mm. well known in country music. Yeah, another mm. thing about Tim, he was also in um, what's it called? Um, Drop Dead Fred. He plays um, a bit of a husband who was unfaithful to his wife in that one. Naughty. So in this case, it's a bit of um, interesting that he plays the um, character who gets jilted by his wife. Yeah, but anyway, here it's don't tell too much. You're going to tell the story momentarily and 
Uh, I mean, in very life, hello, you know it's going to happen, don't you, already? You know, but, you know, we, hey. want to, we want to hide some of the secrets for and later. this movie know. does make me think of Stephen King. I don't know why. Actually, it, it does it just, have a slightly Stephen Kingish feel to it, yeah. I must admit. Yeah, yeah. A little bit of mystery, a little bit of thriller. Yeah, see, see As I said before, in the past, Stephen King has done a lot of <coughs> um, movies and books, well, the books that deal yeah, with um, yeah. different themes. Yeah, and the thing is, I mean, his when Stephen King's books get made into a movie, they're not necessarily a horror movie. Mm. Like, like, take Rose Red. Okay. It's, they go to a haunted house. Mm. Okay, there's a little bit of supernatural stuff going on, but it's not really a horror story. But, gee, it's scary mm. and creepy and everything else. So, and there's a lot of movies sort of fit in that sort of genre. And you've got a drama, thriller, mystery, bit of horror, supernatural, thrown in. And when you get a mix of these crossover genres, it gets really exciting. Yeah. Mm, like, like comedies. They're comedy, but they might have some evil yeah, stuff going I'm amazed on. that yeah. even though yeah. this went to te- directly to television, it's a shame it never went directly to the movies. Because this had a lot of excitement and but it, it has something have, gripping you. It may not yeah. have been deemed to be strong enough to be an A movie. I guess. Mm, yeah. Or maybe it didn't have the right... <coughs> Excuse have me. any uh, strong characters? Well, they had good, good actors. I mean, Tim Atherton and Jennifer Lee, um, uh, William Atherton. He's been in movies, and and uh, Hoyt Axton. He he was well known in um, at least in the music industry. So mm. had some strong people in there. But True. anyway, irrespective. And but then again, the director. Um, he uh, did a lot of um, TV-related stuff, didn't he? He did TV as well as movies. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so. We'll talk about that later. I've got a whole list of his film. Uh, Involvements and TV involvement later on. Anyway, irrespective, um, do you want to roll on with the story? Yes, I will. So it begins with a, a certain um, builder who lives in, in a country town, and his name is Clint, and he lives with his beloved wife in this house he built for them to possibly share together and hopefully raise a family. Of course, um, none of that ever happens. Had a nice house and a wife, not bad looking. And yeah. she kept saying, I can't have a baby. Yeah. I'll keep going to the doctor, blah, blah. And he said, we haven't, you know, we've yeah. got problems. Yes. The problem is she didn't want to have a baby with him. Yeah. A nasty as it, lady. Yeah, as it turns out, um, um, uh, behind the scenes, she did have a baby, but she wanted to aborted. have it aborted. So... We're still having a fair with the doctor. Yes, so she meets the doctor. He gets rid of the baby, and they start a horrible affair behind her husband's back. Mm. We well, wouldn't do it in front of his back, would you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and let me see. Um, Clint is um, only friends and allies in this movie are a sheriff who's a good friend of his who are probably best mates forever. He's, he's, he, I think they'd almost grown up together in this yeah. country town. Yeah. And his dog Duke who's always kept behind a cage um, well kennel. <laughs> well he was he was he was Clint's companion yeah. he used to go with him everywhere mm-hmm. and until he well, we won't talk about it later. We have yeah. guess into the story. <coughs> anyway, the doctor suggests to um, mm. to Joanna to um, take to use some to poison her husband in order to get his life insurance and probably, but to sell the business, which would make say I don't know how much money, but it seems like a lot of money. It's over a million dollars. Yes, over a million Back in dollars. Those days. Back in 1990. Yeah. So, yeah. Me and Bunch. Mm, yes. I can, I can spend that. Yes. Anyway, I don't know how much the house would probably cost. It probably would have cost an extra oh, a couple few hundred, mil, two, too. Oh, no, no, no. Well, maybe not a mil, a thousand, yeah, maybe. No, no, probably two or three hundred thousand, maybe four hundred thousand. Yeah. I think how big the property is and what the markets were in that area. We're not doing a real t- job here at the moment. We're not no, doing no, no. <laughs> so, she is given poison. <laughs> this poison comes from. Uh, a blowfish, I think you may have heard of. It's, you know, I think it's a blowfish. Well, one of those little poisonous fish, like a stonefish or a blowfish yeah. or, or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's an oriental fish, I think. Yeah, mm. a special way of cutting it. If you, if you don't yeah. cut it properly, you end up poisoning yourself. Yeah, you get a little poison sack in there, and then you can take the poison out. And actually, if you eat it, you'll, you'll die. And that's yeah. the idea of it. Yes. <laughs> so she takes it, and she <coughs> makes a plan of putting in his food or his drink. I don't know why no one indicated... Notice the um, taste when it's put in there. But it mightn't have much of a taste. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Ah. Maybe. Right, well, you look in Psycho. He put strychnine or something or rather into the iced tea and they didn't notice there was any poison in it. Mm. And it certainly did its job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Killed mummy dearest and boyfriend. And, yeah. Yes. Mm. So anyway, um, so 
She puts in his meal uh, into the wine, and we th- at first she kind of um, slips up and doesn't put the whole lot in. Yeah, see, you're supposed to put the full dose in. Then you, yeah. Half a dose only has half the effect. Yeah. Yeah, That's see, only half of it will <laughs> necessarily kill him. I mm. don't know what... And probably if you don't put all of it in, there's a chance he may just slip into a coma. Which he did, but he, he looked like he was dead, and he didn't. They couldn't. They didn't. The doctors didn't notice any breathing or heartbeat. Everything would just slow down so much. They thought he was dead. Yes. Surprise! Surprise! Yeah. Surprise. So he drank the the wine, and the next minute he develops a cardiac arrest, whatever they call yeah, it. He drops it in the and floor. He drops it down the floor, and she calls the police, making out that her <coughs> husband is dead, and she's in shock. Boo hoo! And. She wants to bury him right away and doesn't have time to embalm him. Well, no. She, she wants to do it on the cheap. Yes. So she tells the coroner, don't worry about doing an autopsy. Yeah. Or, you know, we, you know, we know he had a heart attack. Because her boyfriend, the doctor, signed it off. Yeah. Uh, and then they went, had to go to the funeral home. Yeah. No embalming. And give, yeah. us, give us the cheapest coffin you got. Yeah, and the coffin mm. is like... Um, you know, you could break through it if you wanted yeah, the, to. Yeah, the top had been water damaged, so they just put some yeah. wood for it. Yeah. And stand the back and make it look new. Yeah, and mm. added a little bit of um, padding to make the you know, fabric inside it look a little yeah, more it look nice again, nicer, yeah. luckily. Mm. Anyway, so the funeral is on your way, and um, the um, dog is the only one who's aware of what's going on. He growls he and he anybody. sneers. He didn't He tell doesn't anybody. like Joanne very much, and he starts growling. And when that night, Joanne and the doctor is having a, a morning, an evening sexapade. Yeah, well, morning glory, evening glory, any any time of day glory. Yeah, mm. so they're doing it, and the doc, the dog is barking angrily, and he, and Joanne was going to attempt to shoot the poor dog, you know, because she hates it. Ah, that wouldn't have gone down well for the neighbours. But luckily enough, the dog <clears throat> escapes his pen, and he heads to the um, graveyard. Where and, Daddy was. Yeah, and while this is happening, it's thunder, right, lightning, rain, gives it a good atmosphere. And the creepy. water dribbles down through the mud, and it starts to dribble through the coffin and wakes yeah. him up. Yeah, he wakes. <coughs> he um, soon pounds his way through the um, coffin yeah, lid got, and starts digging his way up. Yeah, it was, the wood was really so, so water damaged from before. It was almost like balsa wood. So yeah. Easy, yeah, get, so easy to get out. He eventually does pull himself up and out of the um, the um, make the um, the grave, and he he then follows his dog back to his home, and where he watches Joanne and the doctor doing the dirty deed. <laughs> I won't, well, go not going, I won't use anything like riding the baloney. He knows it's in, in the kitchen, and he then he- heads into. The basement to sleep off the. We'll get over the drug. The drug yeah, that yeah. took over his. And system. also, he'd been very busy digging his way out of the tomb. Yeah. yeah. Next no, morning, I, um, Joanna is um, preparing um, the getting the money organised to from her husband's um, bank account or. Well, no, he has to go. His life to go, insurance. So he has to sign paperwork. Yeah. For the life insurance and. And uh, someone had been interested in buying his business, so she went and visited the guy yeah. and so, and sold it to him that day. So they said, I want cash. Yeah. And meanwhile, yeah. Um, Sam cash. comes around yeah. there and he wants to know, is she really going to sell the business and whether <clears throat> or not she's moving, all that stuff. And Sam was a little bit suspect, I think, yeah. all the way along, even, th- even though he didn't say anything. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think, think that yeah. he knows his, he knows Clint a little bit more better than she did, and yeah. knowing Clint, um, he he would die if his business was being well, sold. He was under dead. Him. He's in a coffin. Yeah. Well, Clint <laughs> loved his business and and all that stuff. But she couldn't run it, could she? She wasn't a carpenter or a builder or a plumber or a whatever. Candlestick maker or yeah. No so anyway, her, anyway, eventually the doctor comes around and she's freaking out. And meanwhile, Clint is downstairs and he's about to load two bullets into the, the shotgun, shotgun in order to shoot both of those those people. And then he gets wind from her and he, and the doctor that that they met they these two met because oh, that she had an abortion 
which term, terminating a child that they were about to yeah, have. That, yeah, that he wanted. Clint wanted a little child. Clint wanted to be a father and have a family. And then he thought... That's why he built the yeah, house for yeah. them to live in, in the town. The house that Clint built. And, and, he, and at this point, he said, no, shooting them's too easy. Yeah, so mm. he makes a plan. And he then, the next evening, when she's asleep, he goes into the bathroom and cleans his wounds that are covered in stores. And has a shower. He was muddy. Yes. <laughs> and it's very painful to see because he's, um, he uses special acids to clear away the wounds. No, he wasn't. That. It was peroxide. Okay, probably. peroxide. Sorry. He pours peroxide to sterilize the wounds. And I think he yeah, uses an ordinary sewing needle to sew up any little thingies, maybe, or whatever. Yeah. He, but he cleaned it's it. It's very peroxide painful. hurts. Oh, yes. yeah. mm. Anyway, he then goes downstairs and starts getting his plan to order. And what a plan. <laughs> yeah, the next morning she goes, she meets the um, business developer guy who's, uh, who wanted um, Clint's business from day one. Gets a bag of money. Yes. Mm -hmm. He gives her the money and tells her and... He, this she wanted it in cash, so you know. Again, mm -hmm. this is um one of those, um you know cash you know by the barrel type. Uh, here's a bag full of money and sign the paperwork. There you go. It's yeah. all yours. There. Yes, not bad. Mm -hmm. One point five. Yeah, one point five mil back in those days. That's mm -hmm. probably worth about. Yeah. Nine nine, could be two, two and a half million now. Yeah. Mm. She then takes the money upstairs, including the money that's from the um, insurance. insurance, and puts it into the suit, those big suitcase things. Yeah, so you're getting ready to go on holidays with Love Doctor yeah, Loverboy. Yeah, they plan on taking the money and building a clinic in some Los Angeles, I think. I think um, it was. Somewhere like that, yeah. Yeah, and, but... That things don't go according to plan. She finds the um in the bathroom. It's a mess, indicating that Clint is a, is hiding. Well, she hiding thinks somewhere. someone's playing games with her. Yeah, she then she finds, thinks Clint's dead, but yeah. maybe Sam, his friend, is doing some things to make yeah. it look like. Mm. Yeah, she then uh, phones um the doctor guy to come by because she knows there's knows that there's a, someone in the house, and but he doesn't get the call because he's um. He's making plans to start organizing his. Um, he's going to poison Joanna once he gets the money. See, it's going to be a bit of a double um, betrayal yeah. here. Yeah, he's he's sucking up, making or having an affair with her to get Clint's money. And the idea is, that once the money's available, he kills her, and mm. he walks off with all the money. What a good business plan! What a yeah, very and another thing is, before he he when he heads off, he gets a. Um, an answering machine message from um, landlord, landlord telling him that he's rent way past you. Yeah, <laughs> and that if he doesn't pay up any money, he's going to be looking at serious jail time or something. Or something, yeah. Or evicted, or whatever. Or something. But by the sounds of it, it seems like a very serious deal, literally. Anyway, he doesn't get Joanna's call because he's already out the door, so to speak. So he, she then. Meanwhile, Joanna is um, trying to find the person in the room, in the house. Eventually, Why she didn't she go down the basement? She then finds the dog and she's attempted to shoot it, but then a man in a welder's mask appears and she tries to shoot him, but he's wearing a metal vest. Reminds me of Ned Kelly when I think uh, about it. Or Clint Eastwood. Yes. Hey, Clint and Clint. Anyway, she shoots Clint in the chest and she tumbles down into the basement where Clint was hiding in the um, earlier on. And he closes the door and she was he, already passed out. Just so he, lo know. he locks her in there temporarily. Yeah, and he, and yeah. he goes outside and borders up the, the, the windows, the windows the back, yeah. so that she won't get out she through there. Yeah, exactly right. Meanwhile, um, the doctor arrives and he's about to... Um, take the money and j ditch Joanne. Yeah, he, he wanted. He had another syringe full of poison ready for her. Yes. Which is, well, a good way to terminate a relationship you don't want anymore. Hmm. Mm hmm. Yes. Anyway, Joanna thinks that it's <coughs> him who locked her in there and all that stuff, and she tries to take her own revenge by having him knocked out for for the count. Well, didn't know it was him coming in the room actually. Yes, mm. and as she's about to exit the um the basement, the man in the world's mask appears and locks the door. Bugger. <laughs> yes. Then she realised, whoops, it wasn't yeah. him. Yes, 
True. Yeah. While this is all happening, Sam is having a has the has been making his investigation, finding out that Clint's grave has been um, tampered with. Tampered now, with. here's a tricky bit. He sees the grave has been tampered with, but he know he is smart enough, the sheriff, to figure that. It wasn't dug up. Someone dug their way out because it wasn't dug up around yeah. to get down there. It, it doesn't... Like, it like there was a crawl hole. Yeah, exactly. It, if it was it. actually um, mm. a person digging it out, it w- you would see shovel marks yeah, around and, it. and a more dirt move, but there's more like a, more like a burrow where yeah. you know, he dug his body, his body width out so he can get out of there. Yeah. The ground. Yeah. So, well, ah. exactly. And he organises with the coroner to remove the coffin and place it, un, you know, in his near where he lives, so he can have a clearer idea of what to investigate and to keep it quiet from the town, obviously. But I doubt. Well, that. you don't want hit a little kind of town people sort of uh, messing around with graves. A bit like Night of Living Dead, wouldn't it? You know, yeah. you, you wouldn't really want that. To yeah. George Romero, sorry. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, meanwhile, back to Joanne and the doctor. They discover. They realize that upstairs in the house, someone is moving the furniture around and and use, doing stuff doing stuff upstairs You're running his business <laughs> Joanna then discovers that that the other syringe and she and she and she asks do you love me because I know so you have the syringe that you just happen to be hold happen to have it on your on you at the first place mm-hmm. and she has a feeling that he was gonna not take keep them he was not going to make the um the um he's not going to make a clinic he's going to ditch the money well, and to I go think, off i think to, he admitted that yes yeah and he plans to go off to hawaii yeah by himself and uh, anyway they have a bit of a, uh, a, bit of a disagreement yeah they? they have a bit of a, a rough tumble and then the next minute we see the door creak open the common enemy yes they think it's sam yeah, mm. um, do- the doctor says it must be Sam because mm. he wants a piece of the pie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. as we said before, Sam is not Sam that type of character. Sam was a nice guy and he was Clint's friend, or he's, maybe possibly even his best friend. Yeah, mm. his only friend. Yes, yeah. exactly right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm. there's no way in heck that Sam, in his character, would want uh, money or cash. He wants his friend back. Mm-hmm. I know how he feels. Yes. Mm. So anyway, um, so our characters go upstairs and they realise the whole place is boarded up. And it's been remodelled. Yes. <laughs> there are like lots of, lots of ordinary it's walls it's and it's built yeah, like it, a maze. It's made a maze using uh, like um, part of, oh, not part of, um, plywood. Yeah, yeah plywood this, corridors to, so he could make them go where he wanted them to go. Yeah, this scene makes me think of Blind Alley in uh, Tales of the Crypt a little bit. I can't remember. I think I mentioned this in the past. Oh, the, is that the one where they, the, the, the blind people were in the institute? Yeah. And they had, they had that mean guy in charge? Yeah, and, that the, was a good and one. he ends up in a maze of his own, uh, their own device. Yeah, a very skinny maze. Uh, full of razor blade or razor blade stuck on the inside yeah. of it, so he cut himself to, if he moved too quickly. Mm. And then he, they had a dog come in the other end with mm. his puppy dog, mm-hmm. who'd have been starving for several days. <laughs> yeah, unlike yeah. that one, anyway, this one doesn't this deal one. with this sort of thing. So, anyway, I, so our story goes on that they go down the corridor and they. As they go, they they continue um quab, grob, grob, arguing arguing about. And he then tries to talk to the um, to whoever's doing this. The man, the eye that, <laughs> he, that that he'll share him, um, give him all the money if they will let him go, them, <clears throat> let them go and yeah. all that stuff. He then even says to um, the um guy that it wasn't me that killed Clint. It was, it was Joanna. She was the one who did it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Pointing her finger and in her hate. But Clint. Re- Clint reveals himself to be Clint at this point in time, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he actually. Well, before he does that, yeah. he kind of separates them using the pieces of the wood, slit so they can be divided in the scene. Mm. Yeah, it's a little interesting, the scene. Anyway, so our doctor then faces Clint, Clint and he continues to think it's Sam, but when he sees um, Clint's face, Oops. who says, 
keep the money. Or and then, keep doesn't it. then he turns around and He turns over. and trips over the suitcase and stabs himself with in the, the chest with the syringe. With the syringe. <laughs> and he screams very loudly. I would. Hmm. Yes. And then, anyway, the next... Eek. Yeah. No, and the, no. Yeah, meanwhile, um, while this is happening... Um, Sam is at home and then he figures, he kind of finally put the final pieces to the puzzle to, in place yeah. and realized that, that Clint is alive. My friend is alive and well. Yeah. And then he and just, seeking revenge. Yeah. He <laughs> then goes off to, um, into his truck to, to the, um, to the house. Meanwhile, while this is happening, Joanna is, um, still in the maze and she tries to escape her, the, um, Clint, yeah, and then she soon ends up in a smaller a crawl combined space. crawl space, and, and just she's crawling through, thinking that she's finally getting out, but then she gets ends up trapped. in a coffin, yes, or a box made like a coffin, yeah. And eventually <laughs> he boards her up, and he and she tries yelling for help, and he then says like a rat in a maze, remember? And he, he adds, "What was it, Joanna? A boy or a girl?" He was referring to the dead. The um, unborn fetus that they that yeah. she killed the poor little kid. Anyway, he says it doesn't matter, and he then shoves the dead doctor and the, the millions into the coffin. I would have kept the money. I know you would. He might have had to leave. He wouldn't. Have, he wouldn't have had anything to live on and stuff. Yeah, but yeah, then yeah. again, he lost his business, which was pretty much his life. I know? know that. And he lost yeah. his wife, which makes it even more worse. And what remains of his existence is now is gone. Not, not a lot. Uh, not a lot. So in anyway, he then um, puts the body in there and the money, and then he nails the coffin down, the makeshift coffin down into And he's a very good carpenter. He's very, very good. <laughs> yeah. He then loads the coffin onto a truck that's yeah. outside. Well, his truck, he's huge. Yeah, yeah and he then takes some out gasoline and pours it right right for the house yes. and burns the whole thing yeah down uh, nice and then he t then do Rule then Clint now. and yeah. the dog they had they get into the truck and, and they the head off then meanwhile Sam arrives at the house and the whole place is already burnt to a crisp which probably much explain well now that the maze no there's no explanation of what occurred what, for yeah, her. yeah. Like, wood, no wood burns the way you wouldn't yeah. have seen anything you wouldn't yeah. be able to know if there was a maze in that mansion say a few minutes ago house not a I mansion mean, I mean well it looks like a mansion a big house there yeah. but anyway but while he's doing this uh, Clint's gone to the cemetery you don't see him doing this two months but he's actually buried that new coffin he made in it his grave because the, 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 the dirt was still yeah. loose Sam and he bunged it in there. Yeah. Sam and arrives mm. and he is looking at his friend's grave and remarking that my friend did, my friend Clint died there. Do you know him? And he, Clint just answers no. And Clint, is, as he walks away, Sam yells after him. And he, Sam, he realizes it might be Sam or thinks it's Sam. Yeah, yeah. and Clint turns and Sam looks at him and says, I don't know who you are. But I don't want to see you coming back here. Yeah. And Clinton realizes that his friend is saving him. Because saving if he comes back, you have to get prosecuted for murder and stuff. And yeah, for yeah, a double murder. Yeah, double murder. So yeah. yeah. Well, actually, when you look at it, the doctor, it, he didn't really die. I mean, he. I mean, okay. didn't murder. He was actually he was instrumental in the death of the doctor, but it killed his wife. Technically, <laughs> the um, doctor um, killed himself by stabbing himself in the sh with the syringe himself. It's but who put him in the maze in the first place? Good point. Aha. Uh -huh. <laughs> right, okay. So anyway, um, Sam walks away and Clint goes back to his truck and he drives away with his dog. And meanwhile, we get a final zoom in on the cough, on the grave and we see Joanna <laughs> screaming her lungs out in underneath all that dirt and stuff. Mm. And, yeah. and the credits roll. Now, before I talk about Anything else? There was a sequel done several years later. Yeah. Now, I don't know how many years later it was supposed to be. Mm, seven years. No, I'm not, I'm not talking about the production dates. I mean, in movie time. I think it was seven years later it in was this seven one, years too. His dog hadn't aged. And if Clint took his dog with him somewhere, how did his that girl get the dog? Mm, good point. Uh-huh. Anyway, irrespective. 
Um, Maybe uh, <laughs> it is a bit confusing that because yeah. it, I mean, in this in that sequel, it indicates that Sam still had the dog. Well, so, so she was getting she was his, his niece was it or something? Yeah. Or, so she, and, and and it was his will. So it couldn't have been that far after it. Mm. But he had the, he went off with his dog, and all of a sudden they're reading his will in the second movie. Hmm. And he, oh, there's nothing house. There wasn't any fire insurance in the house or whatever. All the money he made from that had to go back and pay the loan. And, and there's nothing there, but he had some old chairs he had, which had amounted to a couple hundred thousand dollars. Uh, and so they got that, but they also got the dog. But Clint had the dog. I, that part got me confused. Me too. Anyway. Unless Clint gave him back the dog. Well, so he went, off to, he went off into the sunset with his puppy dog. I know, but he may have given it to him. To much- who? He's well, dead. He's not supposed to be alive. I meant <laughs> Sam. I mean, he probably he, gave it to him so he, he, too because to avoid being seen on the, you know, noticed. He took his puppy with him and drove away to do, don't come back. Yeah. Aha. Uh-huh. So they made a mistake in the second movie. Maybe. Uh-huh. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> uh, not much to talk about in the uh, production notes or anything, so I can't go into too much. Although there. I will mention this, guys. I oh, found out. Mm-hmm. According to John Carpenter on an audio commentary for John Carpenter's oh, yes. Vampires that was done in 1998, that director Frank, um, what's his name? Darabont or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. who are very close friends, and Frank had a cameo in th- that film, asked Carpenter to play a truck driver in this movie. Carpenter turned the their offer down because he stated that he would only play a character that is about to kill to somebody kill someone or is betting a beautiful girl so hey why not i like the second bit yeah but the only person who is betting someone in this movie is the well, um, a doctor and he died a doctor and he died and <laughs> anyway anyway the only one that was is is gonna die or someone getting killed is um well those three, uh, those anyway. three people. Now, okay, okay. Can't talk much production uh, about production notes. I don't know where it was made or anything or, or anything instrumental. Yeah, that way. I can't really tell you very yeah. much either, except yeah. for the fact that they did a sequel and the sure. and the the actor who played um, Clint was the director for this one. Oh, he was, yeah, Tim Matheson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Anyway, though, um, it was released uh, as a telly movie. Um, just and like this one. And soon thereafter, I won't say it went to DVD because we didn't have DVD back in those days. Went yeah. to VHS, whatever. Yeah. Um, Another thing yeah. about this one, mm-hmm. um, about the sequel, is that um, I could I had a hard time finding it because for a long time because um, people on YouTube don't haven't even bothered to putting a copy yeah, on there. Yeah, sometimes you can't get a movie. Is you can't buy it in shop. You can't get a torrent. And then you have to go on YouTube, and if you're lucky, you might get a, a terrible copy there. And yeah, and, yeah, and no, it's, it's hard get, to get sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't even get it on Froggy either. Froggy, you mean a torrent um, download? Yeah, yeah, a torrent. yeah. But I'm it's sorry. just hard to get sometimes. But uh, but we were lucky of this one. Yeah, I was lucky. I mean, we bought this one. I, I know a lot of people kept yeah. telling me in other reviews they keep saying that the um the sequel is not as good as the original well we're not talking about the sequel now we're talking about this movie i know no i don't i know mike um, i just meant that that okay. that do, 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 that in the sequel um it was well it was a role reversal yeah a role reversal one they tried to kill off a female the wife instead of the husband hmm. and and the husband uh, the naughty guy who tried to kill, kill his wife had a, a bimbo barmaid girlfriend and that sort of stuff, you know, and who and taught him into killing his wife. Whoopee. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I often think that, that the barmaid was not very um, sh- seriously be serious about their relationship. Anyway. No, she just wanted the sex and money. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, and she wasn't bad looking. Anyway, I might mm. review that one next time. <laughs> yeah, so might so I'm not going to go into not details about anyway, that one now, yet. Can I go back on releases and stuff? Yep. Uh, yeah, anyway, it ended up going to VH, uh, TV first and obviously got released on two VHS uh, about a year later, I think. Uh, and it really dropped off the planet a bit. That's what I mean. And we couldn't find it, whatever. But uh, Kino Lorber actually released this film on Blu-ray and DVD in America January this year. Nice. So someone's come along and said, hey, this isn't a bad movie. I mean... These guys don't do this, say, oh, we'll find a crappy old movie and bung it out there. No, they found mm. a good movie, which people might buy. Yeah, yeah exactly. And Not yeah. all um, 
um, direct to television movies are not not necessarily bad movies. No, they're not. I mean, they, look, they're, they're not the same as an A movie, mm-hmm. um, but they're not necessarily as bad as a B movie either. Hmm. They're just a different style of movie. Uh, in many cases, the telly movies are quite good. Yeah, exactly. Um, they, I mean, mm. they just have the. They just have as much credibility as mainstream movies. A lot of them do. Now, I'm not going to go through all the critiques, reviews and whatever. Mixed reviews, some people liked it, some didn't like it, some said, well, predictable storyline. Well, crikey. I mean, what are you going to get? Someone tried to kill you and bury you, and then you get out of there causing us seek revenge. Yeah, it's just... But the thing is, the way he took revenge... Doing the maze, whatever, and burying them both alive at the end. Well, that was, I wouldn't say necessarily unique to this film, but that well, was rather in the inventive way to of, get rid of them. It yes. was sort of in the eyes of Clint's um, point of view, because unlike yeah. other movies where you see other movies with buried live people, you know, the um, you see them, the, the people get buried and then. Are the people the remaining people who are alive? They they hear messages or get a message from the un from the unknown indicating that someone is coming back to seek revenge and stuff, or something like that. And (laughs) but this is the first time you see it see it from Clint's point of view, where you see it from. From his, instead well, of yeah, um, yeah. keeping it a secret, keeping yeah, the um, yeah. it's, 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 it's POV instead of the the people who try to get rid of him. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, it's sort of like that. I mean, this is the first time you see um, from Clint's point of view. Yeah, and it was quite good actually. I, I, I like the storyline. Hmm. I like it. What look, it's only so much you can do with a movie like this, hmm. a story like that. Yeah, someone kill me, I'm going to kill them, get revenge. Well, well, that's it, really. But the way it was done was quite nicely done. The screenplay was believable, went along quite well. The acting was good. Yeah. And despite this movie going under the radar, the director did a pretty good job. Yeah, and I mm. like the fact that that um, Sam, the sheriff, he kept he kind of was a supportive character, and instead of reporting to his friend to the police or do well, ex- he or knew, arrest he, him. He knew it was revenge killing and the, the, yeah, so. He knew that mm, um, yeah. Joanne and the doctor were up to no good. So he, yeah, so he just said, well, bugger it. Mm. Run away and no one will ever know. Mm. Um, now, Sarah mentioned the sequel. That was on, uh, in 1997. That uh, was called Buried Alive 2. Funny that, hey. Uh, and that <laughs> started starred Ali Sheedy and Stephen Caffrey. Uh, they look. They did a good job in the acting, but the storyline was a little bit too samey. Yeah, but, but it was good. But we 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 will review that later stage, but, and we won't tell you anything more. But I will tell you guys, <laughs> the twist ending is um, no, is wonderful. Hey, it's a different ending. They still get buried alive, but not the way you think. And it would have been justice. Good justice, yes. Uh, so we might do that just for the f- sake of the ending. So good. Um, anyway, um, should we review it or should we? Um, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm just oh. going. I'm going to talk about the director. Oh, sorry, about that. Now I don't normally talk about directors, but one of the reviewers or some reviewers said, "Oh, it wasn't a very good movie." Yeah, blah, blah, blah. and they they knocked the director and stuff. Wait a minute. Um, this movie was made in 1990. Prior to this. This uh, director, Frank Darabont, mm-hmm. had been involved in these movies. Well, yeah. okay, uh, as director, writer, producer, well, in different roles. Uh, the Woman in the Room, 1983, the director and writer, I believe. Uh, he wrote the script for the uh, A Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a remake of The Blob. He did the writing for that in uh, 1988. The Flight 2 was done in 1989. He was a writer for that. The Shawshank Redemption, and we know that's a fine movie. And that's a Stephen King movie. Stephen King. He was a director and writer on that. That was in 1994. Now, in between The Fly 2 and and 1994 when he did The Shawshank Redemption, he did the telly movie. Gee, we've been reviewing that tonight, haven't we? And it's called Buried Alive. That was 1990. Mm -hmm. Then he did Tales from the Crypt, a couple of episodes. That was in 1992. And then uh, he did the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. I mean, the guy was working like a Trojan doing all this stuff. And yeah. honestly, Buried Alive was probably, maybe, 
I wouldn't say his debut at doing a director's yet, but, it gave but one of good, his early movies. But it gave mm. him good credibility it did. to work he, he on these on, other productions. Exactly right. He made better movies after this. Because he mm. made... He did his telly movie in 1990, and three years later, four years later, he was doing Shawshank Redemption, which is an damn fine movie. And yeah, I mean, yeah, take that, mm. you stupid reviewers. Yeah, and then he did Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, The Green Mile, The Majest, uh, Majest, Majestic, The uh, Salton Sea, Cla- The Collateral and The Mist. He's, he's been involved in quite a few movies. And The Mist, I might remind that you, is Stephen another King. Stephen yeah. King movie. Yeah, this guy doesn't... He, he, he's got a good hand. And uh, so, uh, the only reason I'm, I'm going into him a bit because uh, people bag movies say, oh, bad director. Not a bad director. It was an average script. The director can only do so much with it. Yeah, bear in mind, um, it was he, a. I yeah. thought it was great, especially the yeah, fire yeah, yeah. when yeah. he burnt down his house. Yeah. That is very good yeah. symbolism so, yeah. there, yeah, so that, hinting so, that yeah. he wanted to destroy the past and try yeah, to move yeah, on. Yeah, you purge it and walk, walk away. So yeah, when when trolls, criti- uh, and I like critics, and everybody else get into yeah. these guys. And I like that scene yeah, in this movie where he sees where Clint sees a photo on the wall of his mar- of a wedding photo, and he. It looks at it and says, "Honey, if you don't like the house, I can always remodel." And then he then takes a chainsaw and just kind of chainsaws in half. Ooh. Very good symbolism, and yeah. I love the fact it was so um, out there. Yeah, but anyway, so also, oh, having said all that, yeah, this guy, uh, whoever is a good director. I yeah. mean, the good guy is a good director. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, my mother used to gamble on horses. I mean, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm digressing here. Okay. And she used to do pretty good, but she used to back the jockey, not the horse. If you had a good jockey on a pretty good horse, she knew that guy, the jockey, would bring that horse home in at least first, second, or third place. Okay. Cool. Now you put a good director on an average to good film script screenplay, if you will. Mm. He's going to make something good out of that screenplay. Mm, and I think he made a good go at this movie. Yeah, hmm. so take that, you reviewers. Yeah, yep, no, sorry. <laughs> so I can't say rude things on the internet. Well, <laughs> why would they say su- such oh, nasty look, things? If they can't say anything good about somebody, they shouldn't. Sh- they should just shut up. When they bag people for, oh, I didn't like the dra- the movie was crappy. I didn't. Think dra- I don't think the director did a good job. Or, I didn't like the acting. Blah blah. Yeah, you're fine. But remember that some guy commented on something you did. Uh, yeah. and did review it and said, I don't like these sort of movies, so I'll give it a one or something or other. Yeah. Yeah, but he, he just doesn't like that sort of movie. So he, 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 he didn't even give it a halfway. Yeah. He just, I don't like this sort of movie, so he's bagged it. Yeah. No, that's wrong. You've you got to be, um, what's the word? Uh, fair. Fair. Uh, step back and look, I don't like these sort of movies, but what sort of redeeming qualities does it have? Yeah, at least yeah. Um, look at it through... Um, at least try to find yeah. something good about the movie to, yeah, to give exactly it right. that edge. Yeah, if it's a crappy movie, I, that, look, I must admit, there are going to be some crappy movies come past the reviewers. Um, if it's crappy and really, 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 really crappy, you, know, you don't say, it's a crap movie, here's one. No, you say, why is it, Why was it crap? Okay, well, the acting was terrible, the script was right, and rah, 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 and go through all this, but you never attack the individuals. Yeah. You attack the product. You don't yeah. attack the individual. Yeah, because most yeah. of these people, they can't help but they come from different acting angles. Yeah. And you can't mistreat them because of this sort of thing. Hey, here's another one. We, we talked about this before. That There's a um, movie that Bob Hope did with, uh, I can't remember the lady's name, uh, The Ghostbreakers. Yeah, I remember that. And that was a really, really, really good movie. And about 10, 15 years later, maybe 20 years later, I can't remember now, uh, the studio that the same, uh, studio, Jer- same studio, Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin, ran, they said we're going to do a remake. It called Scared Stiff, was it? Yeah. And 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 Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin said we don't want to do this movie. We can't do it as good as the original movie. And the the producer said you're under contract. You're going to make the movie whether you like it or not. And if you compare the two movies, the Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis movie, if you hadn't seen the first movie, you'd say oh it's not too bad. But if you saw the Bob Hope movie. Hmm. Well, yeah, it, yeah. yeah. So no, some of these producers need to take yeah, st- 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 step back and say, mm, "Let's make good product, not say, oh, let's just 
dust this off and redo the script. Mm. No, no, go and make something new, you know. Yeah, yeah it's, it, and be credible and give respect to the original product. Yeah, mm, okay. true. Because you've got to admit, when yeah. you look at Buried Alive, the sequel, mm. Mike, when I know they, they said that there was another ho-hum um, sequel, yeah, yeah, but... It did show. It did have a, a few thing, redeeming qualities there too, when you think about well, it. Well, look, the same sort of storyline, but it gets back to the fact that, as once upon a time, there were three bears. It's a basic story, hmm. okay, and the basic story with a good director can bring it home and make it an interesting product, hmm. especially if you've got some good actors to work with, um, and that's it. Um, hmm. Yeah, I can't say anything. I mean, a, a script is a script is a script. It depends what to do with it. Mm, true. And, and, and some scripts get modified while the movie's going on. Mm. Oh, oh we, oh, we can do this scene better. Let's change a little bit. And they tweak it. Yeah, I think that yeah. sometimes there would often... There, there are some interesting qualities there. Oh, look, they're both good movies. I mean, I can see they weren't made for a, as an A-grade movie to go into theatre houses. But as a t- telly movie, not a problem. Mm. But you look at other telly movies, some telly movies that should be in the theatre. Mm-hmm. But maybe because of the content or the, what, the, what it's about, or uh, there's a. I, I would believe there is a glass wall uh, between television makers or producers and film producers. Mm. And they don't want the TV guys encroaching on territory. I think that's the same thing with mm. Netflix um, yeah, movies. Yeah. If I mean, you guys heard me a number mm-hmm. of times complaining that that on net, that the Academy Awards or the Oscars they don't accept anything that's from Netflix. Exactly right. Too yes. Many times. I mean, why not? It's still a film. And bear you know? in mind, since last year, what happened? Yeah. We got to probably look at. We probably have to re- reinvent the wheel. Reinvent the wheel. Because some stuff. Because everything yeah. that was so that was going to probably appear in the cinemas the, sh- were going to be appearing went, in went Netflix, ne- Netflix instead. or direct to DVD because nobody's, all the theaters were closed. Hmm. So what are you going to do? You're going to ignore those guys. You're going to re- re- ignore and uh, ignore the producers, directors, and actors because oh, it didn't yeah, get on the silver screen. The, yeah, most of those directors <laughs> who you did, have put their work on Netflix. Yeah are the mainstream directors we just talked about. If George Lucas did it, would you say, oh, no, he doesn't rate anymore? Hmm. Would it, Steven Spielberg did it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Nobody did too much last year that way. So, yeah. It's, yes. Come on. So, you may have... They it's may a, have it's to, a boys' club, isn't it, yeah, really? So, they may have to reinvent the wheel, as we discussed. I mean, if they don't reinvent the wheel one day, we're going to be... Um, we'll be wheelers. We'll probably be waiting for the next Academy Awards the um, next, the following year. And there won't be anybody there because all the movies will be going. You know, yeah, I, I, I'll just change this a little bit. If they can make just as much money by putting it through hmm. those platforms, yeah, you can buy it like Amazon and whatever and different things and people watch it and rent down it, um, why send it to a theatre? Good point. Make good money, make good product. Hey, why bother? I you mem- get the stage where the theatres start closing. I remember mm, when yeah. they, when the um, some cinemas did reopen at one point, there wasn't too many movies being no, shown. No, our one actually opened up and was showing reruns of old movies because hmm. there's no product available. Exactly, so. So what do you do? So, so yeah, don't knock the guys who go straight to DVD or the telly movies or... Whatever, yeah, yeah. There are there's still good productions. Producers, directors, actors, the crew. Everyone's worked hard to make a good product. Mm. Don't insult them. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's my thoughts on it. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. do you want to um, label? Um, I'm going to label. I'm going to give this not label. I'm going to give us a rating of. I can't. I haven't got any faults with it. Me neither. Not but too many. It's an a, it's an average script which holds its own. So I'm going to give it about nine. Mm. I'm going to give it nine and a half out of ten. Yep. It's because there I do go. like the story and I like the fact it's. I like the ending. And I like the twists and yeah. stuff. And it had it gave um, it didn't give too much away. No, actually, uh, uh, people say it was predictable. Some parts were predictable. Mm. Some parts weren't predictable. Like um, um his pl- like Clint's plan of getting revenge on his wife and his yeah. and the dog. He could have just shot them. He could have just and shot them and walked away. Yeah, or he did. could have set yeah. his dog on them. Here, Rover, eat them. Yeah. Yeah. 
But or no, something. He, no, he didn't. He, 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 instead, yeah. he did something that that clearly d- that kind of inspired him. Yeah, exactly. And and yeah, I'll, I'll teach you shooting or whatever is too good for you. I'm going to make you suffer, and he did. Yeah, he did. Mm, in, the, um, in the most um, interesting yeah. ways. So yeah, I, I think a good movie. It's, it's worth. It is worth a watch. Yeah. And partly for the movie itself, and also to evaluate um, Frank's uh, Frank Darabont's uh, Darabont, uh, work because, like I said, he went he went and jumped on from this onto bigger and better productions. See. And he did very good. He did very very well. Yeah. So yeah, he did good. I like you, Frank. If you're still alive. Uh, he's, if you're probably, he's probably well, around. He, I don't know how old he is. I mean, yeah. Yes. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, maybe he'll drop off the perch. So, I mean, well, I mean uh, yeah. So anyway. Anyway. Um, thanks for listening to this latest podcast, guys. Be and good. Be good, and uh, hopefully we'll you'll he- hear from us again yeah, and eventually. Keep, keep your ears clean of earwax so you can hear our um, podcast clearly. And <laughs> again, if I didn't say so at the beginning, um, if there's any trolls amongst you, go I, away. Go away. <coughs> okay, you say it quite a lot. I yeah. know, I know. I, I say it a lot. It's just that there are too many people out there who you know the like the bad are? movies. You know the biggest trolls are? Who? The stupid film critics. Hmm. Oh, yeah. That's oh, I don't like it, so it's a crap movie. No, you don't like You don't like a sci fi. You don't like a horror. You don't like this, so don't bag the movie. There's always Troll. something good about a movie, guys. No, right, yeah. Even if it's just something you, small. You take Audrey Hepburn. Just in passing, but a lot of people thought she was a terrible actress. No, 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 no. When she was taken there, she got the role because it's a cute, pretty little thing. Mm. It looked good for the camera, okay? And they said she's crap as an actress. Mm -hmm. Um, I enjoy watching Audrey Hepburn movies, but a critic would go around and say, it wasn't a bad movie, but Audrey Hepburn was crappy. You shouldn't put somebody else in there. I like Audrey Hepburn. I think she's really fine. She's pretty. She's funny, and she's like the girl next door who's downright good-looking. Yeah, yeah really meaning <laughs> we're just going, we're straying yeah. ahead again. No, no, I'm just not. I'm just strange the point about the trolls and the critics. Yeah, you mean yeah. You, you can't have it your own way, old time critics. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's not how yeah. um, life is like, guys. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the the camera loved her, mm-hmm. not the critics. The camera. Mm-hmm. She was pretty. She was funny. She worked well. To, she worked well on film. She worked well with Elvis. And she worked well with Elvis. And uh, actually, on that maybe um, mm. breakfast, breakfast at Tiffany's, mm. the guy who wrote the story or whatever, she befriended him because she was talking about the script and what. Actually, he hated her. No, I heard the rumor that he, 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 she understood the part she was playing better than the director did. He, he might not have liked her, but he appreciated the fact that she took because the time. Because he wanted to, to, um, Marilyn Monroe yeah, to Yeah, he hated her, her probably as a choice, but he appreciated her because he took the time to figure out the role and what where the girl was coming from. Exactly. Because they came from different, a, a similar role. Poor poor girl trying to make good. Yes. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah. um, moving that along. We so can go now. We're going to um, say goodbye. Bye. And... <laughs> we'll, and Unblessed dreams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See you around, guys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>